You're listening to My Next Podcast, and this is episode three, part two from In the Eyes of the Recruiter. My Next Podcast is created to empower you as a young professional to build your career of choice. If you are in need of any advice regarding your professional career and want to gain different perspectives about your job field, then you've come to the right place. Let's step into it. Welcome back everyone to my next podcast. We're going to continue on the conversation from part one where we talk about how we can reach out to potential employers and present yourself in a positive light in order to get to that interview. And in this episode, we'll step more into how you can land a position, questions you should ask, choosing a job that fits you, and networking advice that will make a good impression. So... Speaking of interviews, you know, as a young professional myself, I've gone through countless of interviews. Of course, now I have a better understanding as I've been through like the both the hiring process and the application process. Truly believe that there are ways that we can always improve, always be better. Um, But I do want to ask you, what do you recommend when it comes to preparing for an interview? What are key things students or young professionals should do to prepare for an interview itself? So always research, do a research on the company, know a bit more about its history, mission, values, products, services, recent use as well. And have an understanding uh, will better help you to answer the question that the recruiter may have for you, but also better demonstrate your interest. Remember, like give you an example, at a certain point in my career, I recruited for someone I was working in a manufacturing company and the person came in an interview and they didn't even know what we were manufacturing. So you know that this person did not do his research. So how can that level of interest be high if that person is not, you know, doesn't know anything about the company? Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also do a quick search on LinkedIn. Usually people will be in the, the people that will be present in the interview will be listed in the, the invitation. So go on LinkedIn, look at the profile. That will give you a bit more information about who they are, where they're coming from, how long they have been with the business, and maybe also find similarities, common ground as well. Um, and you know, make sure that you get you, you, because we we want to know people. So you could say to the manager, "Hey, I've seen that you've been to the same university as me, or you've done, you've done this kind of program, or you work in this country where." You know, I've been so that will find you other topics to discuss as well with people. Um, also, look at the job description. If you do have one, look at the role requirements. Be ready to discuss skills, experience that are aligned with the role as well. Um, and also list a, a, list all the questions that you may have. You know, when we read a job description or a job posting, we may have some questions. Say, well, how do they do this? Or which kind of system they're using, which kind of software, what I'm going to do with this kind of, you know, responsibilities, who do I report to? Sometimes a job, you know, job posting, it's basically a one pager that explains a bit about the job and make it interesting. So mm-hmm. don't be shy to ask questions. So for you, at the end of the interview, the role will be clear. So you yeah. need to prepare about that. And be uh, aware of your resume. Some people write their resumes, you know, they save it on their desktop. You know, they send it to a company and they forgot about the resumes or, or what's on the resume. So make sure that you review resumes and you know what you wrote on it uh, because they're going to ask you questions to discuss those kind of details. And I will recommend practice, practice, practice. You know, we're not used to do interview. 
So make sure you prepare yourself with all of the information I share with you, but also make sure that you practice. There's some common question, you know, why should I, what, why should we hire you? What are your strengths? Why are, what are your weaknesses? Why did you leave this kind of position? Make sure you prepare in advance and that makes sense for you and you're comfortable, you know, speaking about that and dress, you know, professionally, even if you're remote, you have to, you know, be dressed a certain way, like, and make sure your environment is also, uh, clean or put the background if you, you you can you know you're in a living room or something like that make sure you look it looks professional and be in a place where you're not disturbed you know we mm -hmm. see some people doing interviews from time to time and it's okay we're in remote we understand that a kid can come up you know I know you're a professional I don't know if they are a kid but whatever a mom can come up you know <laughs> and this happens as well it's okay. It happens. It's, it's part of life. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you can close all the apps that you may have on your laptop, you know, Facebook, Messenger, LinkedIn, emails that pop up. Uh, so you make sure that you don't have any distraction. So that's going to help. And you know why? Uh, what? Also print your resume. Have it next to you. Have the job description next to you. Have the question list out next to you. So you do have the information ready and you make sure that you cover all the topics you need in this discussion. Yeah, that's so super interesting because oh, thank goodness I do some of these already. And there's <laughs> I've learned to do a couple of other things. I've written them down actually because I'm like, okay, this is really good advice that we need to really highlight. Um, would you say there are any common mistakes that you see young professionals do or like make? Um, and is there anything that we should avoid as much as possible? Mm. Um, yeah, common mistake, people that are not prepared. That's the thing. So if you do all of this preparation in advance, you know, a few days before and you, you know, the night before the interview, you review all the list of questions and all of the questions that you may have and your resume and stuff like that, you're going to be ready. And not mm -hmm. only you're going to be ready, but you're going to feel confident. So that's one thing, you know, you're going to have to prepare a lot of questions. Uh, uh, so that you may have but also you're gonna have to prepare the answer to those questions as well so what yeah. we've seen is that candidate come in an interview and they're not prepared and what's happening is that you know they they froze you know they're like yeah. oh i left because of this and this and you know they give just limited information that mm -hmm. not sufficient for us um you know be authentic as well you know some people they they're scared to say things they like and they don't like but we need to know because at the end of the day what we want to do is a match between the candidate and the position that we have so it's not a good fit it's not we we don't give you a, you know it's not a if it's not a good fit it's not going to work at the end of the day it's not going to work for you it's not going to work for the organization so there's no no shy to say that this role is not for us as well. So just be honest, be authentic, be who we are. We want to see people, you know, we work with people. So we want to yeah. see people the way they are. Um, and um, yeah, so prepare, preparation is what is lacking the most, I think. And do you have any techniques that, you know, that stand out and like leave a positive impression? So for myself, I like to always send an email right after an interview and say, thank you for the interview. Basically, I just thank them for interviewing me and giving me the opportunity and so on. And if they have any further questions, you know, to reach out to me. Um, but I would love to hear if there are any techniques that you think would leave a more positive impression as well. Yeah, I like that one candidate does that, you know, they send an email and they say why they, they love the, the interviews or why they love, you know, the role that they are playing for. 
I think it's sweet, you know, and um, we're basically a recruiter is a social butterfly that likes people and likes to connect with people, you know. So mm-hmm. when someone say, hey, I was so happy with the interview, like this morning, I got this feedback. I met with someone, this person said, hey, I, I appreciate I appreciate the uh, conversation we had together. You know, it was super fun. It was relaxed. And I love that. Like for me too, I'm happy about that, you know, you know, I did a good interview, so I'm glad about it. So yeah, let people know it's, it's, you know, it's, it's always good. And usually what they will do, the recruiter will share it with the hiring manager to say, Hey, this person is really interested. See the email, you know, that this person wrote. So yeah, take two seconds, two minutes to write down something and also to follow up. So, you know, sometimes we, a recruiter may say, hey, I'm going to give you a feedback next Monday. For any reason, next Monday something happened. You know, recruiter, they're quite busy, especially now with the, the employment market that we are in. They do have a lot of position to recruit. So if they forgot, they may have forgot or they, they may have, you know, something else happened in their day to day. So don't hesitate. Hey, we were supposed to talk yesterday. You were supposed to give me a follow up. You know, uh, let me know if there is anything missing, any question that you may have if you want to discuss. You know, just a quick email just to say, hey, I'm here and I'm still interested. It's always good. And I know during like an end of the end of an interview of recruiters or whoever is interviewing you is always asking, do you have any questions for us? And it's always to have like those prepared questions, as you mentioned before. But do you have any specific questions that are good to ask? these hiring manager in order to like just kind of keep like leave another positive impression? Uh, the question that a candidate may ask other than any question related to the job and the project, because this we want to make sure that we give you all the information. So list all the questions that you may have about the job itself, task, uh, role, responsibilities, project. Uh, but other question than that, you could ask questions about the culture. How is it to work here? What do you like it? To, you know, you could ask the recruiter and the hiring manager. I've seen on your profile that you've been working for this company since five years. Why are you still here? You know, there's something, there, there's a reason why they're here. So you could ask questions about the culture, you know, what kind of, you know, the, the way that the manager handled the week, you know, the planning of the work during the week. So what kind of meetings, um, you know, kickoff meeting during the, the weeks they do, what kind of team activities they're doing, how to, do, to make sure that people connect together. Uh, I think yeah. this is important because at the end of the day, it's human working with humans. So we want to mm-hmm. make sure it matched. Um, you know, you could ask them, what don't you like about the company? Because the company is not perfect. You know, we may use marketing, you know, to advertise our brand employer, like super nice way, but we're not perfect. So you could ask, you know, what don't you like? If there's something you can change, what would you change about your work? Um, so all of those questions about the culture, the the structure, um, you know, uh, growth opportunity as well. What can come up next? You know, what will be my next step in your organization? That could be something yeah. you can ask. Um, anything about benefits is important and salary. If those questions mm-hmm. have not been answered, as I mentioned before, make sure that you ask. But that could be your last question. And you could also ask what will be the next step? You know, you know, what will be when I'm going to hear from you? Uh, you know, is there another interview or a team meeting or something like that? So you're going to have an, an understanding of how long will be the process. And if you're courageous enough, ask the person, you know, what was your impression of me today? Mm, that's I, a good you one. You know, someone <laughs> asked me that, I like it. I'm like, yeah, you know, they have guts. <laughs> and that's interesting, you know, you, they, you could, you'll see what they're going to say about you. So why yeah. not asking the question? 
Oh, that's good to know. And you could let them know I was super stressed out today doing the interview. Yeah. I don't know if it showed, but I'm really interested about the position. Let them know that, you know, you were stressed out. Or you could start with that. I'm super stressed out today. I'm super nervous about the interview. Usually the recruiter and hiring manager will have, will laugh. You know, it's funny. It's cute. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about something else and then we'll come back to the interview. So don't hesitate to let people know how you feel. Yeah, oh, that's really good to know, because I know I've come into interviews really nervous and my heart just beating really fast. So it's, <laughs> so it's really good to know. And I think speaking of work culture, um, I think what young professionals want to know is basically like the recruitment process and how it goes. So I'm going to pass it over to Angie to kind of start us off with that. Thanks, Marika. So that's a very important question about the recruitment process. And if you ask me, I, I believe for example, but of course, this was my limited knowledge in the field. I feel job descriptions in general is a problem in the recruitment process because they are written usually by someone who was filling that position or how they see themselves in that position, not usually by, you know, looking for the right candidates. What would you say from your experience are, are issues in the recruitment process in general? just for our FYI. So Jeff, I think you're right about that. You know, usually what's going on is that, you know, there's an open re- an open position in a team. The hiring manager will take the old job description that is four years old and will say, this is what I'm looking for. Everybody is rushing in the, the recruiting process because when there's a spot open in a team, it's because the team is hurting. Usually if someone leaves, it's because the team is hurting. If it's a new role, that's a bit different, you know, because we, we usually have more time to uh, to recruit for that person. So, and, and the thing is like the market is so tight right now because, you know, the unemployment rate in, in Canada is 4.7% and in Quebec it's 4.4%. Quebec, the province of Quebec is the, the province with the lowest unemployment rate. So it's really, really tight. So, and so we, we don't give too much love about job posting, but we should, you know, so that's the thing. So we take a job description, we post it as this. Most of the company are doing that. They post it as is, they wait, you know, but they do sourcing in parallel to make sure that they get more candidates. So I think that if there were more love into the job posting, if there were more preparation, make sure that we highlight what we're really looking for. Because sometimes you, sh- you will see on a job posting a list of requirements that is as long as your grocery list. You know, like we need this candidate to have this and this and this and this. And it's just like, no, you're not looking for a unicorn. You're looking for someone. So we have to give a bit more love about job posting to make sure that we are like, what is uh, an um that's something that we cannot come from, you know, we, that is a requirement and make sure that we advertise exactly what is the, the position about, you know, what is fun about the position, what are the responsibilities. We ask also, but the thing is like sometimes is that the company will put too much marketing on the job posting, but in reality, the position may be different. So we have to make sure, you know, organization have to make sure that what's out there and match exactly what's, what's in reality. So I think this is one thing. Uh, what we've seen and what we hear from from candidates is that they don't get enough follow up from recruiters. So I know some candidate applied, they do an interview, and poof, they everything disappeared. They don't hear uh, anything about the recruiter. So that's why I'm asking follow up. Don't hesitate to follow up. Uh, you know there are good recruiters that will give a super good candidate experience and will follow up in every step. Other for any reason they don't. Um, and that you're going to justify why they're doing that. I, you know, I, I don't like when we do that as a, as a company. I prefer that we give a proper feedback. Uh, but I think that's that's two things. You know, job posting are not exactly what it is. 
there is not enough follow-up that should be given to candidates and feedback as well. You know, it's hard to give feedback to someone, but I think it should, with any candidate that goes into a process should at least deserve a call and at least a feedback. Yeah. No, definitely response time is an issue yeah. and you we see that in, in, in many jobs when you apply and, and even like sometimes you don't even get the response you mm. don't know what happened you just like went somewhere exactly. um, what about the the employment market right now so there are a lot of you know maybe myths again like you know maybe the economy recession is there jobs or there's no jobs what would you say it is yeah so the market as it is so this summer it's lower than usual because that's what we've seen. The last two years I've been really busy during the summer. So it's been really insane. So to, like this summer, I think we're going back to what it was before, a bit like people leaving for vacation, they're not there. So they postponed the recruiting for let's say September or fall. Uh, so a lot of people on vacation. Actually in Canada, we hear about a lot about the recession, but if we look at the, un the uh, employment market, the unemployment rate, as I said before, in Canada is 5.7%, is 5.4%, uh, I'm sorry, Ontario is 5.7%, and in Quebec it's 4.4%. So those are rates that we've never seen before. Okay, so it's really the lowest unemployment rate that we've seen. Um, and when we look at the young professional, the rates are similar in terms of unemployment rate. So basically what it's saying is that there are, you know, a lot of job vacancies. Just to give you an idea, in Quebec, there were about 200,000 jobs in end of April, beginning of May. We're waiting for the, the result for the other months. But uh, compared to like five or six years ago, it was like we have basically 46% more job open right now than we have, you know, in 2017, 2018. So it's quite crazy. Okay. The reason why is that baby boomers are still going quitting the, the, the market because they're getting retired, and this will be until 2030. Uh, but that will require companies to review their structure, review what they're looking for, the job posting, uh, review their role, integrating new employees. How do they make sure that they get a right onboarding process? So I think now there's a lot of questions asked about that. What are we doing? Are we filling up the role? Are we going to with, you know, automation, AI, but I think those are questions that companies need to ask, you know, themselves, because there's so many job vacancies, we're not going to be able to, you know, to cover all of that. So we need to find ways to, you know, get some tasks automated and stuff like that. So, but the thing is that in the next decade, the labor market will transform. Okay. I have no clue about the recession, what's going to, what's going to happen. Like, to be honest, I wish I would know because this is something that we hear about. Oh, recession is coming, but it's been two years that recession should be there. It's, it's not there yet. I think we don't know what's coming up, to be honest. But what we see is the job market is still tight. So all this going to transform. That will be interesting. But in the next decade, as I said, the labor market will transform. There will be new roles that we never heard of. You know, we're basically in a transformation. Uh, so that would be super interesting to see what's coming up. Okay. And then for the Gen Z, because Gen Z are at school right now, you know, Gen Z are between what, 11 and 25 years old, depending where and when they're born. Um, I have faith in this generation, to be uh, to be honest. I can't wait to see, you know, what they're going to bring to the, the market because they, I think they're going to have a strong impact on the employment market because they see it a different way than the previous generation. You know, they they, they want to fight for a sunner, a healthier, a more happier workplace. Um, they're prioritizing men, mental health, time off, work-life balance. You know, this is really, really important for them. Flexibility, 
and they're eager to build a better planet as well. Um, they're techno savvy, which we love. I have some Gen Z in my uh, in my team, and you know they're so much better than me with uh, with social media, with technology, and stuff like that. Uh, and they will be representing the third a third of the workforce in the next few years. So we have to be, you know, we have to find a way to integrate them well because I think they're gonna contribute a lot to the change that's coming up. And you know, when I started to work, I'm a I'm a Gen Y. Uh, I started to work many years ago, people were challenging the Gen Y. It was like, oh, the Gen Y are this and this and this, you know? So basically what we see now is reluctant to, you know, to generation, to change it. That's it. Okay. So that's the way I see it. But the the thing is like, I think for the, the Gen Z is to come in the workforce to know they're going to learn from the Gen Y, the Gen X, the baby boomer that are still there, but we're going to learn from them as well. So we have to see it that way. I think that will be a, uh, you know, really beneficial. And there's a lot of employers that are looking to hire those fresh new grads uh, because they do have fresh new eyes. They have a, a new ways of seeing things. They want to transform their workplace and we need them to transform their workplace. So, you know, I think the uh, what's coming up for you guys, uh, it's pretty interesting. So thank you so much, Mary Andre. These were my questions for today, but I know that America has one more question and it's actually question which is maintaining the relationships right Merck I think we wanted to cover that point really bad right yeah just maintaining relationship in general with the recruiting um, agencies and the recruiters and just people who are in the professional field as much as possible because you know networking is so important especially nowadays when you're connecting and uh, managing relationship and looking for opportunities like for instance I'm always looking for a way to do elevator pitching towards professionals whenever in my those settings. So my question is like, how do you set clear expectations with recruiters? How do you maintain that relationship with them? And how do you manage that relationship? Yeah. So to set up clear expectation with recruiter, I think it starts, it starts with you. You need to define what are your goals uh, before you speak with a recruiter. Okay. So determine what you're looking for as a job, what kind of industry you want to work with, the location, you know, do you prefer work remote, hybrid, you know, on site? This is something that you need to know uh, and you need to be honest and transparent about your skills, your experience, what, what are your limitations, what you can do, what you cannot do uh, in education. And you need, once you define all of this, you need to let a uh, recruiter know if you're actively looking as well for an opportunity. We all know, you know, we're not we're not stupid. We know market is pretty competitive. So we know that there's offer there. But if you okay. want to make sure that relationship will be good with a recruiter, be honest. Hey, I have a, I'm a, I'm a, um, let's say I'm a second interview with a company. I'm at the finals, but I, I'd like to know more about your company because I'm interested for this and this and this. The recruiter, if they know about that, they will speed up the process. I'll get, they're going to try. Okay. It's not always happen because we have to deal with the money, the, the schedule of the manager. But if they can, they'll make sure at least to let you know, hey, we're not going to be able, you know, to meet up this expectation or yes, let me do, let me see what I can do. So I think, uh, you know, to set clear expectation with a recruiter, let them know where you stand. Make sure you understand the process so you know exactly when to follow up with mm -hmm. a recruiter. Ask questions, open to feedback. I think this is key. Um, you ask a question also about the elevator pitch. Is that right? You want to yeah. know a bit more about that? Um, in the interview, the goal is to be clear, okay? So as a, we need to give enough information uh, as a candidate, but also be precise and be concise, 
Okay, so when I coach candidates, because when we work with candidates at Camellion, what we do is before we send the candidate in an interview process with our ring manager, we do a kind of a brief session of coaching session. So we're going to let them know that when hiring managers are asking questions or another recruiter is asking questions that you need to give the proper information right away. Okay, so mm-hmm. we want enough information, but not not too much info as well. So we use kind of a, a top-down approach. That's the way I call it. So basically it's to say, hey, I work for this organization that is doing this and this and this. So explain a bit more about the company that you worked before. What were they doing and what kind of you know, product, service, manufacturing, whatever they were doing. And I work in this kind of department. So in my department, we were doing this. So explain the service or the reason, you know, the purpose of the department that you were working for. And then my role in this department is, you know, to do this. So you give a bit more perspective on who you are in this department and the project that you're working on. So that will make kind of a funnel of information that will make, you know, the information a bit clearer, a bit more clear and a bit more precise. So that way the hiring manager will know exactly what you're talking about and will know what question to ask to understand better what you've done in your previous Mm -hmm. job or, you know, previous project that you managed for. Um, so yeah, so that will be, I don't know if it's is it the answer that you were looking for, but that's how I try to work with my candidates so they can manage better their information they're sharing. No, oh, yeah, for sure. And what would you say is the most important thing about like networking and, you know, using the platforms like LinkedIn to kind of connect with people? Of course, you know, LinkedIn does allow you to connect with anyone at this point, And then people probably are connecting with people that they don't really know. But why is that important to kind of reach out and stay connected and like have those conversations so I think it's always good because I care like as a young professional you want to know more you know so you yeah. could you know let a recruiter know hey I applied on this position I'm really interested you know is there a way for us to talk or you could reach out you know if you're looking for an internship reach out to a director directly to say hey by the way I'm you know I'm going to need an internship by let's say next September or next January and I'd like to know if that's opportunities you're offering for young people like me you know so having this kind of conversation will make sure to build your network and you never know people will call you and say hey yeah I have something you know I was not planning of releasing the information right now but I know I'm going to get something and it could be questioned. You know, I, I saw what you're doing. I'm studying in computer science. I wanted to know more about this job. I know you're doing this in this company. Do you have a few minutes to talk with me? You'll be surprised yeah. of the answer that you could get. Some people may find, you know, some people will say, hey, this person is asking me questions. You know, they might find <laughs> this odd, but, you know, they might say no, but other people might say yes. Um, and, you know, like, it's always good to connect like once you do an interview, go add those people on link on your LinkedIn profile. Go connect with them on LinkedIn. You're gonna mm. build your network like that because sometimes you know it's not working for you in this position. It might work in a year or two. And you know, mm. as a recruiter, I've helped people. You know, I've met people that were looking for an internship ten years ago, and now today, you know, they 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 took over more responsibilities. They're managing mm-hmm. a team. I might have something for them today that will be completely different but if they did a good impression they follow up on me I I remember them so that's why it's good to connect you know so every time you do an interview add the people on LinkedIn say hey I'm glad we're meeting on Tuesday I'm excited about that Uh, you'll you'll be you'll be be, uh, surprised of you know how good it is to do that that's awesome and actually really good advice. I'm gonna start adding people on LinkedIn <laughs> now. Be like, 
disconnect. Um, but I'm going to pass it over to Inji to ask our final questions for today. To say, what is the key message you want our audience to leave with? What I would suggest is do your research and be prepared. You know, make sure that you allow yourself enough time to prepare for those interviews. Uh, the return on investment is always good. Um, also, know what you're looking for. You know, do a first assessment of you as an individual. What kind of what kind of opportunities you want to, you want to do? What you don't like either as well. What kind of culture you don't like? You need to do both. You know what you want and what you don't want, because I think that's super key. Um, and I would say, uh, you know, uh, be authentic, be yourself. We don't like, we, we're not looking for robots in interviews. We're looking for people. So, you know, be yourself, smile. If you're shy, let people know. If you're nervous, let people know. You know, it's just, it's just cute to know and, and people will help you make sure that the interview will be uh, managed better or will be easier. And if they don't, just like this, if they don't, you know, like someone will say, well, that's an interview, you should be ready. That gives you a good insight about the culture. So, you know, so you can say no too as a as an as an individual. It doesn't mean that you get an offer that you have to accept the offer. If it's not a fit for you, it's not a fit for you. So be authentic and be yourself and respect your limit as well and respect what you're looking for. And yeah, follow up and connect with people. At the end of the day, it's you know, we're professional professionals connecting together. Uh, so yeah, don't hesitate to reach out to people. That's all for this month's episode. Um, thank you, Maria Andre, for joining us and for sharing your experience. So everyone that is listening here today, if you folks want to connect with her, you can definitely do so on LinkedIn. Um, and if you folks also are looking for a recruitment agency, this is probably the one for you. So definitely uh, reach out. I'm pretty sure she would love to have you. And don't forget to give a like to this episode. Subscribe to keep updated with our latest events, news by following us at on social media at my next step. Leave a comment below to let us know your thoughts and recommend to your family and friends. Thanks for listening. Till next time.